The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Megan Moore. VCU's Board of Visitors is set to meet Friday to decide on whether eight university buildings will be demolished to make way for new construction. The demolition of sites along Hermitage Road and West Broad and North Belvedere Streets is expected to cost around $3 million, according to the Richmond Times-Dispatch. The university plans to build a $40 million sports campus on the Scotts Edition properties and the $250 million CoStar Center for Arts and Innovation, which will house the school's art department, is being planned near VCU's Monroe Park campus. As a disclaimer, VCU Arts is a VPM donor. Governor Glenn Youngkin, the Republican House and Democrat-controlled Senate all proposed $100 million for a billion-dollar project in Richmond. The city needs to prevent most sewage from overflowing into the James River during heavy rain. Senator Gazala Hashmi was disappointed it didn't make it into a final budget compromise, but said funding could still come through. I've heard that the governor, too, is interested in making sure that that funding is restored. This is one drop in that larger bucket, but we need to get that funding so that we can move the process forward. Somehow, the money didn't make it into the final compromise between legislators, but Richmond needs to complete the project by 2035. Attorney General Jason Miaris and his team have received an $80 million settlement from Monsanto for environmental contamination. The company produces polychlorinated biphenyls, according to a press release. PCBs are carcinogenic chemical compounds that have been used by Monsanto in consumer and industrial products from the 1930s until 1979 when it was federally banned. The money will be used for stream restoration, environmental studies, and drinking and wastewater system improvements, among others, according to the Attorney General's office. The State Air Pollution Control Board received an emissions analysis of a proposed Chesterfield natural gas plant at a regular meeting on Wednesday. VPM's Patrick Larson has more. The Chesterfield Energy Reliability Center is large enough to automatically be considered controversial under a 2022 state law. It's the first time the board has taken up such a permit and Chair Jim Guy took notice right away. I don't like to see the word controversial on my agenda. He and other board members heard plans for pollution controls, as well as some estimated emissions figures, like 2.2 million tons of carbon dioxide yearly. Dominion Energy says the plant will run a little over a third of the time, providing grid stability when renewables or other fossil plants don't generate. Environmentalists say Virginia should not be permitting new fossil fuel infrastructure, instead investing more in renewables and battery storage to stop contributing to planet-heating carbon emissions. Chesterfield County has to give Dominion permission for the project. Then, the Department of Environmental Quality can do a full analysis with possible approval by 2025. Patrick Larson, VPM News. Please note that Dominion Energy is a VPM sponsor. Henrico County officials unveiled a new tax benefit for qualifying elderly and disabled homeowners on Tuesday. The proposed Real Estate CAP program, or RECAP, would raise the county's total tax relief incentives to around $26 million this year. Tyrone Nelson, vice chair of the county's board of supervisors, says the new program aims to aid county residents on a fixed or limited income. 
And I'm most excited about bringing forward the recap program because it helps homeowners manage some of their financial challenges. Uh, recap, I believe, will provide meaningful relief. The county's Board of Supervisors will hold a public hearing and vote on the proposed program on September 26th. At the beginning of the current school year, about 4,300 teacher vacancies were reported across Virginia. According to a new Joint Legislative Audit and Review Commission report, that's 700 more vacancies compared to the 2022-23 school year. This year's teacher vacancy rate is 4.8%. Richmond Public Schools has the highest vacancy rate in Central Virginia with 8%. Hanover County ranks lowest in the region at 1%. As fall barrels towards Richmond, despite some of the high temperatures in early September, it'll bring a slate of arts programming with it. BPM News Editor Dave Cantor recently chatted with Style Weekly's General Manager, Macaulay Hammond, about what's covered in the newspaper's Fall Arts Preview. So, Macaulay, I think you're a theater person, um, so let's start there. What what do you see on tap for stages in Central Virginia? We kind of did a, a great job of rounding up some really exciting things happening in Richmond specifically. Um, one of the most exciting things are kind of all of the changes at Firehouse. They've got a new artistic director in place. Um, they're starting a kind of a lot of new residency programs that didn't exist previously. They're building on ones that already did. Um, and there's just a lot of incredible shows kind of in queue uh, happening around the city this fall. Among many other things, Richmond is known for its local music scene. So are there any notable albums coming out this fall? Yeah, for sure. So we have kind of a feature in this issue that I think is interesting. It's kind of the autumn albums. The one I'm most looking forward to is Butcher Brown, Solar Music. It's coming out in October. It's huge kind of jazz feel if you're into the jazz music scene, which is kind of where I'm aligning with right now personally. Um, so I'm incredibly excited about that. We talk about Kurt Signer. There's quite a few others that are releasing in October, some later in September, even into November that I think will kind of make waves. Um, what about touring bands? I think the Violent Femmes are coming in October and Negative Approach is opening for Guar at the National at some point. Absolutely. I mean, so we we have a calendar roundup of almost any and everyone that's coming in in October and, and throughout all fall. I am most excited about Marty Stewart coming to Richmond, which is actually happening on Thursday. If you have not seen Marty Stewart, he is absolutely electric. You have a story by Tina Eshelman about a show at the VMFA. Who was Willie Ann Wright? I think the most interesting thing about her is her past and her kind of entry into the art world, which was not intentional. Um, she kind of just fell into it by happenstance. It's a really interesting story on her living through World War II and, and that experience and how it kind of crafted her into becoming a photographer and a painter. She then made her way to VCU, um, and which was not at the time VCU, obviously, um, and really got into photography and painting. I think the f the most interesting story and, and the thing that I found the most interesting reading and learning about her was just how she was impacted by everyday surroundings. So with no formal training, kind of looking at things like a color television for the first time and being inspired. Actually, the the one... Um, painting that that's in the series and in the exhibition that's most exciting to me is this kind of look at the Supremes. It's called Green Supremes, and it was all just her kind of interpretation of seeing a color television for the first time. Virginia has increasingly become a culinary destination, and I think you have a story about some pop-up restaurants this fall as well. Yeah. The pop-up scene in Richmond's electric. We, we feature three um, kind of standout pop-ups that are happening around town right now. 
some are uh, inspired by Jewish grandmothers. Some are just Southern comfort. Some are, um, you know, happening in people's kitchens. So the magazine is coming out Thursday, correct? Where can people find it? Yeah, so we're on over 150 newsstands or in locations across the city. That ranges from uh, your neighborhood food line, Wawa, Whole Foods to your local coffee shops. So we're pretty much everywhere in and around uh, the city center. If you have any troubles finding it, you, you can obviously email us or, or shoot us a, um, a note on social media and we can kind of direct you to those places. But um, it, yeah, it's out everywhere now. Thanks, Macaulay. Absolutely. Thanks. Style Weekly is owned by VPM Media Corporation, the parent company of VPM News. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.